Uh, joining us, our resident economist, Andrew Pyle from Scotia Wealth Management, the Pyle Group. Andrew, uh, these are tough times uh, for everyone. Well, this is incredible, guys. I mean, Friday, we, you know, we came home Friday for the weekend, and I think a lot of investors, myself, we felt perhaps we had kind of reached a turning point, perhaps, in the markets. In other words, the markets uh, recovered Friday. We saw some decent gains. Last week was just a hell-raising ride for most investors. But Friday was a, you know, largely a positive day, and, we, and I think a lot of people felt that maybe – uh, the world was getting it back together. And when I say the world was getting it back together, you know, central banks had cut rates, which we'd already seen, uh, and now governments were going to step up to the plate and we we're going to see good fiscal policy response to the virus. Um, I don't think anyone had any illusions that we were going to get out of the virus and the impact of the economy really quickly, but maybe the markets would start to stabilize. Well, that got blown apart last night. The Last night we saw the Federal Reserve, the U.S. Central Bank, cut rates a full percentage point down to 0.25%. Took everyone by surprise. And, you know, we're still looking at it this morning and wondering why did they do it. But it's had no impact whatsoever on the market. Markets are down again today. We're talking, you were saying like 5% a day. How bad can this go? Where where does this end? Well, John, we're seeing, we're seeing big, big declines on like 5% in terms of financial future. So, the markets haven't opened until 9.30, but if I'm looking at the screens right now, the Dow Jones futures are down 4.5, S&P futures down 4.7. So we are going to see very sizable drops in the U.S. and Canadian markets when they open this morning. How far can they go? I mean, John, I mean, theoretically, the markets can go all the way down to where there's no valuation. I don't think anyone feels that way. Um, to put this in perspective, John, last Thursday, before we saw the bounce on Friday, the Toronto Stock Exchange was down about 28% since the beginning of the year. Now, it was only four weeks ago that the three of us were chatting about how markets had reached record highs. So mm-hmm. 28% in 2008-2009, the markets were down a little bit more than 50%. And that was a great recession. And that was a market collapse that people are still talking about today. So you have a lot of people today that are saying we could go down another 20 percentage points. But we don't know. We don't know what the impact of the virus is. So you'll have people saying, well, John, I don't agree with that. We could be down more than 50%. So there's a lot of uncertainty right now. I think there's a lot of people scratching their heads and wondering, what will it take? Uh, if the central bank cuts rates to zero and the markets are still not happy, what does it take? And, and that's where we are this morning. Sometimes when you have these kind of, uh, you know, giant crashes, a lot of investors double down. They start buying up more stock because stock is cheap in the hopes that it'll come back. Would you be recommending your clients to do that? Well, I wouldn't recommend clients not do it. And, and here's, here's the reason why. I mean, even though we have a lot of uncertainty with respect to the impact of this virus, and there is, we, we don't know today how long this is going to last. We don't know how many people are going to be infected. And we don't know what the impact on the economy is. I mean, we wrote a piece on Friday that basically said we probably are going to have some type of a recession out of that. I think we're at that stage now where it's not about, you know, we can kind of miss this bullet. I think it probably could create a recession, but you've got to step back and say oh, we've had recessions before. And again, we don't know if it would be a mild recession or a deep one, but at some point, the market, you know, the economy finds a bottom. The stimulus does bring the economy back to life. And the markets 
come back to life. And, you know, we saw this in 2009. We saw this after 2002. And the markets go up, and and the markets go up appreciably. So I think, John, it's, it's a great question. You are going to have people this morning probably looking at their investments and saying, maybe I should just start buying and pick up stocks as long as they're good companies. I mean, look at the bank stocks last week. The bank stocks got hammered. I don't think anyone out there that's listening to this program this morning thinks our Canadian banks are in bad shape. Uh, so maybe I start buying bank stocks. So I think you'll find a lot of people thinking that way this morning, John. Andrew, thank you for your time. Uh, we'll be keeping in touch with you as uh, things uh, uh, progress. We may need to talk to you again this week if uh, things go as, as bad as they, they could. Things are pretty fluid, but uh, I'm here whenever you guys need a job. Thank you, Andrew Pyle from Scotiabank, the Pyle Group Scotia Wealth Management.